Welcome to today's podcast of Cause Driven Leadership. Thank you so much for joining us today. The foundation of today's podcast is 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 26 through 30 in the Common English Bible. It's a very familiar passage or story to many of you. But the Bible tells us that David asked the soldier standing by him, what will be done for the person who kills that Philistine over there and removes this insult from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine, meaning that uh, Goliath had no covenant with God? So David asked, who is this uncircumcised Philistine anyway that he can get away with insulting the army of the living God? Then the troops repeated to him what they had been saying. So that's what will be done for the man who kills him, they said. When David's oldest brother Eliab heard him talking to the soldiers, he got very mad at David. Why did you come down here? He said, who is watching those few sheep for you in the wilderness? I know how arrogant you are in your devious plan. You came down just to see the battle. And then the 29th verse in the King James Version, it says, And David says, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? In the original Hebrew, this word cause may be translated as a matter or something. In English, cause may be defined as the reason why something happens, anyone or anything that brings about a result any objective or movement that a person or group is interested in and supports, especially one involving some type of reform, a reason for a choice made or action taken. When I was in college in the late 80s, I worked as a summer counselor at the local YMCA. And what I learned is that the YMCA has a unique leadership model that is called cause-driven leadership. Cause-driven leadership is the YMCA's proprietary model of leadership, distinct from other leadership frameworks, such as transformational leadership or servant leadership, but I would submit that they are all very similar in nature and character. Cause-driven leadership identifies the components for moving a cause forward to impact and to prepare people to pursue positive change in the world. There are many worthy causes in the world, and cause-driven leadership can empower all of them. In the YMCA's cause-driven leadership model, the following precepts are included. They state our cause. At the Y, strengthening community is our primary cause. Every day, we work side-by-side with our neighbors to make sure that everyone, regardless of age, income, or background, has the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive. Secondly, our drive. We enthusiastically give our hearts, minds, and efforts to advance our cause. And what is their cause? Their cause is their community. We are determined, nurturing, genuine, hopeful, and welcoming. We attract and engage others to further our cause, even in challenging circumstances. The third precept. Our leadership, we encourage and equip people to contribute their talents to move communities forward together. We support people and are advocates for the community to help motivate and develop all community members to do their best, to succeed in their community building efforts, to constantly strive to be better leaders. 
In summary of their cause-driven leadership model, the wise states, it's about inspiring and mobilizing every community member and every YMCA staff member, program volunteer, board volunteer, and YMCA member everywhere the Y has a presence to make our communities stronger. The YMCA's cause-driven leaders, it focuses on thinking, acting, and communicating in a manner that strengthens community. All that we do, every decision, every action, with every purpose, with every person, is to live the cause which is serving people in our communities, including the staff, to embody the YMCA movement, which is the cause living what you believe. As you and I think about this cause-driven leadership model, I further suggest that a cause-driven leader is simply being a mom or dad, a neighbor, a co-worker, fighting for something, fighting for a particular cause, whatever your cause may be, that begins with your family community. There's nothing more valuable in the earth than family, encouraging our sons and daughters to dream and to dream big. Where are the dreamers of today? The Wright brothers had a dream, a cause, and now you and I can literally fly around the world. Alexander Graham Bell had a dream, a cause, and from that dream, you and I have a cell phone that we can reach people around the globe. Henry Ford had a dream, a cause, and from his Model T Ford, millions upon millions of automobiles have been manufactured around the world. To dream is a cause because God is the original dream maker and dream giver. A cause being a matter, a matter of importance, that which is worth fighting for. So God says through the prophet Joel in the second chapter, beginning at the 28th verse, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Pour out in this passage is the language of abundance. This blessing of what God intends to pour out and has poured out upon us as his people is not given in small amounts. It's poured out in abundance if we only believe. To prophesy is to speak by inspiration of the Lord himself. A vision is a revealing, a revelation. What God revealed to Henry Ford, to the Wright brothers, to Alexander Graham Bell, to millions, uh, uh, to thousands and millions of inventors around the world, to entrepreneurs, there is a revealing, a revelation of some things that we have, may have never seen before. But God says, I will pour out my spirit. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. The phraseology of old men in this passage can mean the experience and wisdom of age, fueling hope and inspiration for young men and women to see visions of the future, for people around us in our communities to recognize that no matter how bad or difficult things may be, things are going to get better. Cause-driven leaders fight for their cause, whatever that cause may be. That begins with our family community. Community simply means a common unity. As cause-driven leaders at Ethnos Leadership, we are united as partners in the cause of making a difference in the world in which we live, and it begins with the concept of family. Your world, your extended family, your cause, 
may be in the hospitals handling the current reality of the impact of the coronavirus. Your world, your extended family, your calls may be on the streets as law enforcement officers handling the pressure of public opinion as it relates to the death of George Floyd this year and others over the past several years. Your world, your extended family, your calls may be a business that you started from ground zero with your own blood, sweat, and tears, and you're feeling the economic squeeze of continued operation. You and I must fight for our cause, what we believe in. The cause-driven leadership model of the YMCA believes in community, a common unity for all that includes social responsibility, being my brother's keeper and making our communities better. The 2014 annual report of the YMCA of the University of Illinois begins with creating dynamic changes in our communities while developing tomorrow's cause-driven leaders. Is there not a cause? That's what's happening every day at the University of the YMCA. The YMCA was founded by George Williams in 1844 on the streets of London. He joined 11 friends to organize the first Young Men's Christian Association as a refuge of Bible study and prayer for young men seeking escape from the hazards of life on the streets. The aim, the cause of the YMCA was to put Christian principles into practice by developing a healthy body, mind, and spirit. What a power-packed aim, goal, and cause for the University of of the YMCA today, all because one man had a cause worth fighting for, and that was for young men that he believed needed to help needed help to escape the hazards of the streets. Development of our young people, helping them to avoid some of the pitfalls and traps of youth that we fell into is a cause worth fighting for. Our young people don't have to make the same mistakes that we made if we make them a part of our cause. Helping them to avoid the peer pressure of alcohol, drugs, and immoral, unethical living. Helping them to know that they were not born to fit into a crowd. They were born to influence the crowd as a cause-driven as a cause-driven leader. Our young people don't have to make the same mistakes that we made if we make them a part of our cause. The banking industry has taught us that you only invest in something that you believe in is going to produce a return on your investment. There is no greater investment than our families, both biological and extended families, which means our church families, our work families, our neighborhood families, and our community families. Because George Williams had a cause, there are YMCAs in more than 119 countries, each serving the unique needs of their community, serving presently more than 45 million people. What makes America great? What makes other nations great are people. And as cause-driven leaders, as ethnos leaders, people-centered and focused leaders, you and I are called to make a difference, which is the cause that we live for. We can live better and do better if we determine that the cause is worth it. And whatever your cause may be in your community, where you worship, work, and where your children play, it's worth it. We conclude today's podcast with a story of a young man and thousands of starfish on the beach. This young man had endured the reality of a 
horrific storm that blew through his small seacoast town. The storm had caused extensive damage to businesses and homes for several miles. Well, after the storm had blown through, the little boy did what he did practically every day, which is to ride his bike down to the beach and swim. Well, well, he got when he got to the beach that particular day, the young man noticed or this young boy noticed that there were thousands upon thousands of starfish that had been blown up on to the shore. The little boy got off of his bike and as he walked down the beach, he stopped and bent over and picked up one starfish and tossed it back into the ocean. The little boy continued this for several minutes and there was also a, an insurance adjuster that was on the beach assessing the damage done to the business and to the homes. And so as he watched the little boy for several minutes, the insurance adjuster approached the little boy and said, young man, do you realize that there are thousands and thousands of starfish on this beach? Do you really think that you're making a difference? The young boy looked at the insurance adjuster bent over, picked up another starfish and tossed it back into the ocean and said to the man, it made a difference for that one. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, David decided to make a difference by asking the question and answering by action the question, is there not a cause by defeating the giant of his day on behalf of his community, the nation of Israel? At Ethnos Leadership, our cause is to make a difference in the world in which we live. And you and I make a difference one life at a time. And this is our cause. This is our assignment.